0: What word are we not going to say anymore? Shit. Who, who's allowed to say that word? Grown-ups. Grown-ups, that's right. Live from Bernie, Texas, this is episode 41 of the Dadgum Podcast. My name is Kyle Banduho, and I am here over the phone with my buddy Pete Hart. Pete, how you doing?
1: Doing great. Just absolutely great. It's, it's, uh, it's been a beautiful week. been pretty wonderful.
0: It has. It hasn't been been freezing, so I'm into that. Uh, Sorry for you people in the north where I'm sure it's still freezing. But, um, Pete, i got to say, I would be doing a lot better if everyone here would subscribe and share it with at least one friend. Share it with a parent friend. Share it with a parent. Share it with a friend who doesn't have kids but is thinking about kids. Share it with anyone. Subscribe. Uh, We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Leave a uh, five-star review. And uh, yeah, I mean, you you guys know the drill, and you know what you, we do on Dadgum, which is uh, fatherhood, dad lifestyle, famous fictional dads, uh, stuff from our childhood, and just all things dad.
1: Yeah, we're pretty good on Twitter too, with at uh, the Dadgumpod Pod on Twitter. That's a good that's a good follow, guys. We have a lot. And of then
0: Dadgum Podcast on Instagram, another good one. Also a good follow. Yeah, but uh, Pete, let's get right into this week in Parenthood. It's been a couple weeks since our last episode two to be exact. Uh, what have you guys been up to?
1: So, let's see. It was long ago enough uh, that I don't really remember what we did last week. Um, <laughs> just kind of blank. You know, time runs together, that sort of
0: thing. Your memory just goes to shit when you become a dad.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was South by Southwest, though, so I actually went down uh, and hung out with the circling back guys at their little... Basically, they just showed up at a bar, and that was pretty fun. So saw Dave, saw Will, saw some of the old, saw saw the old squad, and that was all well, well and good. Had a good time then. Then the next day, we had a two-year-old's birthday party, and this is a this is a page right out of our playbook. We I remember making this recommendation, but this these folks had a two-year-old birthday party at a brewery.
0: That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a pretty great brewery outside of towns, which is also like coincidentally where these people live, uh, in Driftwood, Texas. That has just a great outside area. There's a playscape, a really nice playscape. Actually, they just have like footballs and soccer balls just laying around in the back, which is kind of cool. Very thoughtful of them. You just go out there and pick up a, start tossing around a pigskin if you feel like it. Uh, interestingly, they have like a bunch of giant live oak logs that they just put on the ground that like you'd think the play scape it's a badass play scape you think that that'd be packed no all the kids go to these logs and like climb all over them and it's pretty like they play the floor is lava all that sort of things
0: it's kind of like a staple of of just raising kids is they don't give a shit about all like the cool toys or like in this case play that cost a lot of money they care about like the shit that was free or just left on the ground, like logs or cardboard boxes or just random stuff that wasn't intended to be their expensive play stuff, but that's the stuff they prefer. It's a vicious catch-22. Exactly.
1: Now, I will say there were, these logs, there was some thought put into them in the sense that they actually did, instead of just having logs that are going to roll and like throw kids off and everybody's going to get hurt, they actually like dug... Into the ground to make them stable. So that's like it makes it's it's a lot cooler than just logs on the ground there is actually some thought behind this so anyway uh, Great Saturday there and then we had spring break here actually and our daycare school follows the uh, Austin Independent School District schedule so when they are off on spring break, so are we and that was troubling, except for, we can't recommend this enough, live close to family. <laughs> my my folks ended up taking my son for the whole last week, which
0: was... That's huge. I mean,
1: it, 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 we would have made it work, you know? I mean, I work from home. We would have figured out something, basically, to like kind of get by, but the fact that... This offer happened, and we took him up on it, and, like, I was actually basically childless for the last four days. Uh, We're recording on a Friday, for those of you that don't, well, whatever. Um, But I got to do a bunch of other stuff that, like, first of all, I got to do my job, which was nice, because, That's always
0: nice, for your employer.
1: Well, and I, you know, my employer gives me money, and I use that money to buy food and shelter.
0: That is capitalism. That's, all, that's helpful.
1: Yeah, it's, I, I like those things. So uh, so that was nice. But I also, like, I went and met with my accountant. You know, tax season is here. Uh, I went to the dentist. You know, stuff that, like, stuff that you would find excuses to not do, basically. Well, except like, I like my accountant. We're friends. We, 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 we're boys. Uh, we have a good time. But, uh, like, I went to the dentist and, like, you know, didn't have to worry about getting a kid ready and going to the taking me to daycare and doing breakfast or you know making a lunch or anything like that I just woke up in the morning I got the first appointment in the morning and just up, headed on over there so that was nice got to just it, it, it was less anything else that it, I didn't really take advantage to do fun things for myself it was just like personal maintenance to make me a functioning adult that you that falls by the wayside basically that's what I did with my spare childless time in the last week.
0: Hey, what I mean, it's uh like our friends at the moms on the loose, say. whatever it is that that uh that you enjoy when you're child free or that that makes you feel good when you're child free, that's a that's a parent on the loose moment. I didn't It
1: was the dentist.
0: Hey, the dentist is the dentist is the dentist. It's something you got to go do. You didn't have yeah. you when you have like I got to uh When I was child free, like a couple weeks ago, I got to go to an eye appointment without like having to bring my kid or be encumbered by my child. And that was actually nice. It was nice. It feels good to get things done.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. That's a very dad move, too. Or that's a very dad statement is checking boxes, getting things out the way. That's what feels good these days.
0: Yeah, I mean I think it's in a column. So like going to the dentist, being able to to get things done, going to the dentist, going to the eye doctor. Um hey, hang on going you on wear a, glasses. Yeah, I, I've I've recently uh I've recently acquired a pair reacquired a pair of glasses. I wore glasses back in the day, like a couple years ago, and then I lost them and I never went and got a new prescription. So I've I've finally found the time to go get a new prescription. <laughs> I found some child pre time to go get a prescription. The the drawback is sometimes when I wear glasses, just depending on what my haircut looks like at the time, I look like a lesbian. But, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, I can see better. So it's, you know, you win some, you lose some.
1: The funniest thing to me is like, you got to tell your kid at some point in time, like, hey, there was like a several year period that I just constantly had headaches from squinting at stuff and like should not have been driving. And it's your fault. And I couldn't go get a new pair of glasses.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not—I wasn't like blind out there, but yeah, well, I, you, you know, and you just out. needed you a little bit out. of an
1: improvement. Yeah, I mean, did play it out, That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, well, th- that's obviously that goes into something like down the road. You're just going to guilt trip your kids about all the stuffy, all the sacrifices mm-hmm. you made. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that one a, a little bit later down the road in, in this episode. Absolutely,
1: we got some we got some heat coming up for you guys. You guys going to love it. It's quality heat. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for me. Uh, how about you? What was uh,
0: what's what, what was your week all about? Well, we're now uh, in dual t ball and soccer season. Um, this is the first week of both soccer and t ball being a thing. Uh, packed packed schedule. Two sport uh, player. T ball practice on Tuesday. T ball game on Wednesday. Soccer practice on Friday, and then tomorrow, which is Saturday. Uh, so a couple days prior to when you're listening to this episode, uh, a soccer game at 830 and a t-ball game at 930. Um, it's going to be action packed and it's a Whoa. lot, but my kid is having fun. But um, I would say like I, I've i talked about this before that I, I kind of like worry that my kid isn't going to be into sports or, um, you know, things like that. And I notice, like he is slowly getting more and more into sports. He's not the best player on any of his teams, but he's definitely putting an effort now and he's having a good time. And so I'm counting that as a win. I mean, the most important is that he's having a good time. Like that's the number one purpose of sports is to enjoy yourself. Um, the scouts aren't coming to see a five-year-old.
1: Well, especially in the early days, it's a lot of establishing good habits of getting outside and getting exercise. Yeah. You know, so as long as he's enjoying that, like that's the main purpose. I mean, yes, it would be cool to have like a kid that, you know, goes pro and something or something like that. But obviously yeah. the, the odds are so slim with that, that, I mean, the real, the real goal is just establishing a, the the groundwork for a healthy lifestyle. It's the, it's the equivalent of reading books to your kid every night.
0: Yeah. And kind of learning what it means to be on a team and be a teammate yeah. and stuff. So in that regard, like I think this week has gone really well on both on both sports. Um he got Which a couple one does knocks. he like better? I think I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. He's really taken to T ball in the sense of like enjoying being out there. Um, I think he gets the concept of soccer a little bit more. But uh so they, they both have their advantages. He got a couple of knocks in his T ball game, uh scored a goal at soccer practice tonight. So Dang. Um yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just all about kind of like you said, like setting that groundwork. So that's that's been a good thing. Um, I'm pretty I got to say, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm pretty optimistic. I mean, I'm sure there will be games where all he does is like stare at the ground and play with dirt. But um, Still yeah, good as, long, sunshine, as long as he's having. Yeah as, yeah, as long as he's having fun. Um, I do want to swing this into.
1: I've got one thing to say real fast.
0: Oh, go ahead.
1: I've always had a theory. You know how people there every now and again there'll be the debate about what American athletes if they focus on soccer like how they like how good they would be
0: like if LeBron would have focused on soccer yeah
1: like would he be that good everything the thing that I don't think anybody ever thinks about and there's an argument to be made as far as physicality is concerned but I think any major league shortstop would be the best goalie in the world Angleton Simmons would dominate. I mean, throw any middle infielder, in. and so, I mean, so the the knock would be no they're too short. And there's a fair amount of truth to that, but I mean, they cover ground, like, and they're doing it in less time than most goalies have, basically, unless there's a penalty shot. But, but, I mean, DJ LeMahieu is six foot five. Second base. Yeah,
0: Corey Corey Seager, I think, is six four.
1: Yeah, I mean. And they're dealing with something that's
0: a fifth of the size and coming twice as fast. I mean, that's is. uh is that is that what was that what she said? <laughs>
1: that's exactly what she said. Poor poor whoever she was dealing with a fifth of the size and coming twice as fast. That's well Man. played. That is well played. <laughs> anyway. Uh, keep him playing with both sports. See if he can be a middle infielder. I bet he'll be a great goalie. Exactly is my is exactly. my thinking.
0: Yeah. So the um the one thing about t ball, I'm going to swing this into kind of our um whatever a, a main topic of this episode is t ball parents. And yes, I've only had I've been a t ball parent for one practice and one game, but I spent a lot of time, a lot of years around baseball, and I'm just understanding of of one thing. There's one thing about baseball that I absolutely know, and it translates to any level. Baseball bats are dangerous, and baseball bat safety is something to take seriously. A t-ball coach has like seven to eight kids to worry about. When they're t-ball, they're basically herding cats. You can't expect this poor bastard coaching the team to be looking at every kid at all times. So if you're a t-ball parent and you see something wrong with your child, now don't be on the field directing your child, you know, don't be, don't be the helicopter parent in that sense. But if you see your kid doing something stupid and potentially dangerous, you need to correct it. Don't wait for the coach to finally turn around and see your kid doing something stupid before you correct it. Main example, in our first practice the other day, we were taking turns hitting. They, they had the kids, you know, they would give them, like, you know, f- five to seven cuts off the tee, something like that. Mm-hmm. And they had a couple, you know, some kids in the field, and then a couple, like, two kids or whatever, n- you know, in the, what was the on-deck circle or whatever, with their bats. And there were multiple kids swinging their bats with no regard for human life. And then there's always, like, and every every child every sports team, there's always the kid who's just just he doesn't doesn't get it in terms of behavior. And so this kid was slamming his bat into the ground like a pickaxe and swinging it against the fence and tapping kids on the helmet oh, and he just being very irresponsible with his with his uh with his bat. And one of the kids was bending down to get something off the ground while this little shit was sw- swinging his bat up and it glanced off the top of the kid's helmet. If the kid had not been bent down as far, it would have broken his nose. And his parents are sitting in the stands just, like, talking, doing nothing. That's something, like, it It drove me crazy. I was by the fence. I was closer to the kid, so I was like, hey, man, but you, you know, why don't you put your bat against the fence? Like, put your bat down. I shouldn't have to parent – I shouldn't have to stop your kid from, from giving someone a concussion or killing someone. Um, so – there is there is a fine line, I think, it and this is this will probably go for all ages, but especially when kids are little. Because when kids are little, sports is less about direction and instruction and getting better and more about just exercise and, you know, kind of learning the ropes.
1: And not getting not getting clocked in the face with a baseball bat.
0: Exactly. You have to find a fine line as a parent between being under letting your child realize that the, the coach is the, the authority figure out there, and they're who matters, and they kind of need to learn how to listen to a coach and be a part of a team and everything. You need to find the happy medium between that space and still making sure that you're not clocking out completely when your child is at a practice. Because if your child is becoming a problem and a safety hazard, you need to step your fucking ass up and stop the problem. Because it's like being an
1: anti-vax. That's like not vaccinating your kids.
0: Exactly, exactly. Was- you not parenting is causing other people potential harm. Is hurting other kids. Yeah. So, so that's my that's kind of my subject of my sports parent moment of the week. My T-ball parents rant is with youth sports. You know, I would say from ages like four, whenever whenever you sign them up to probably like. Eight, because I've coached nine-year-olds before, and those kids, like one, a couple coaches should be able to handle all those kids, and those kids should be, you know, able to listen. But th- this coach is not. You're not paying this coach to be a babysitter. Okay, you're, you're paying, paying him, him to coach, and this guy's volunteering, is putting in his time. You can't expect him to have eyes in the back of his head. You cannot check out with a kid. It, while your kids are playing sports at a young age. You just cannot do it. That's n- not how this works. Yeah, well said. So, um yeah, that's the uh that's the T-ball parents T-ball parent rant of the week <laughs> and uh I want to swing that into the big dad energy of the week because you've got an absolute whopper.
1: Oh yeah. Uh I'm just so proud to know these people. They live across the street from me. Cool folks. Um I don't know how detailed I've talked about them before, but um, they are a cool couple. They live across the street. They're about our age. Uh, They've got a son that is seven months older than my son, and so they have a good time. Like, we go to the park, we play some soccer, those sorts of things. Just all-around cool folks. Uh, They are also... uh, well, they're, they're, Spanish is both of their first languages. Uh, the wife is from Chile, and the husband is from uh, Juarez, Mexico. And so, obviously, Spanish is both of their first languages. And so, their sons, they do have two. One of them is like barely learning to talk, the other one is, you know, older than my son. Um, he's well into being four at this point. Uh, the, the, the dude is. Completely bilingual, as a, like a four year old, as you would imagine, basically.
0: Which must be nice.
1: I don't think he understands. Like he doesn't get it. it. It's just normal, normal stuff for him. It'll it's, benefit him him in the long run, though. Yeah, for sure. And he's pretty funny too, because he's like he speaks English perfectly, but he's got an accent just because that's how he learned how to speak. And uh, what he'll <laughs> whenever he gets frustrated with my son or with anybody for that matter, he'll he'll go, "Listen to my warts. And it's just, it, it kills me every time because then like my son started picking up on it. And so like now we just walk around our house doing our best impression of like this kid across the street and it's fantastic. That's an
0: early, that's a good early talent to build in as impressionists. Cause that's going to pay <laughs> off when you want to make people laugh.
1: Oh, it's, I mean, anyway, but it, anyway, cool folks. We love hanging out with them. They're super nice. Um, and all that anyway, uh, so we're getting to the point where we're starting to look into public school pre-Ks and those sorts of things. And so for those of you that don't know, if you're at like a normal daycare or anything like that, they're just fucking expensive. And pre-Ks do exist through public school districts. You have to pay a little bit, but they're generally regarded as um, better, And uh, you know, but they might be a little bit harder to get into. Anyway, here in Austin, as with, I'm sure most places around the country and certainly any state that has a large Hispanic population, there are bilingual or like English second language daycares or I mean, sorry, pre-Ks for students that, you know, are where English is not their first language you got to get them ready for, you know, elementary school in United States of America. Right. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And, Apparently, like, if you get your kid into it, like, apparently they're really good. And, you know, the teachers are just brilliant, and there's a great curriculum and everything, all that sort of stuff. And the coolest part is that it is just, I mean, like I said this before, it's just way, way cheaper than any sort of private daycare. Uh, So that's awesome. Um, Now, like I said before, this, you know, the kid that lives across the street is fluent in English. He has zero problems.
0: So he d- he does not need an ESL daycare, English second language daycare. This
1: daycare is not for him. He should not be in it, <laughs> basically. And the here's like here's why where we get to big dad energy of the week. <laughs> is that my neighbor is convincing his kid when they go in to do the interview to like pretend to be bad at English.
0: <laughs> i mean it's incredible move just so it's savvy so,
1: it, it's it and i was talking to him, i was like is he even gonna like get it and he's like i don't know like we're just gonna have to see and i was like well do they interview him like by himself or are you there with him?" he's like i, I really don't know like we're gonna shoot our shot. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, like, you know, if uh you know, if it if that doesn't work, if the interview doesn't work, he's just gonna have to, you know, photoshop some pictures of him, you know, rowing on the row machine in the gym and just get him get him on the crew team at the preschool. Mm-hmm. That's a uh that's a college bribery joke, folks. I it's hope a, by two tu- I hope by Tuesday that story is still a thing.
1: Oh, I hope that thing's I hope that story's still a thing like next year. That oh, so there's funny. gonna be
0: yeah, do real quick. Real quick. I think this is our first episode since that broke. Probably. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Real quick. Fuck those parents. And like I'm not like yeah, it's a bummer that like some kids probably didn't get in at like USC or Yale um, because these people like cheated their stupid kids getting their stupid kids in. But I just want to go I just want to talk for like I just want to rant for like 2 seconds on what a bad fucking parenting move it is to put your ego of being able to say that your kid got in this dumb fucking school above like teaching your kid that that just like their body of work their actions have consequences like oh you didn't get it not getting into college is an amazing like it's like a good slap in the face I think honestly like if you 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 know you didn't work hard to get into your dream school or the you know your parents dream school for you like Not teaching these kids accountability, that's how we get all these stupid ass, dumb children of rich people who go through life having no consequences and eventually commit a shit ton of crimes because they think that they're untouchable. I so imagine that, that's how six, we get this.
1: I imagine six figures of dollars would get you a good SAT tutor.
0: Exactly. Put the work in.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, exactly. Like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to study. You're gonna have to go take the test yourself.
0: But Yeah, it's it's not even the crime gonna, I care you're gonna that gonna much. Fucking about. Ice it. Yeah. yeah. I don't care if you like if that they committed a crime. I care that it was it's just such a bad parenting move. It just they these people are the sorriest sacks of shit as parents. Like Felicity Huffman dropping money so her daughter could have an extra like five hours in the SAT or whatever like what a sorry ass move. That's embarrassing. Like you are a you will never be the big dad energy of the week pick
1: ever. You yeah. know, what about ever. William H Macy
0: though cuz like I love I, William H Macy, but he too. was definitely in on it. Yeah, he sure was. That's a shame. Yeah. And I lo- love his body of work though.
1: Yeah. Perfect. It's 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 an epic body of work. I and so here's the other thing about what makes this story so great is The real victims here, I guess, if you could say that, would be whoever's spot they took in that class, right? Uh, You know, if you're going to take 2,000 people in a freshman class at Yale, I have no idea how big Yale classes are, but let's say it's 2,000 for sake of argument, you know, someone got in there and that pushed out someone else who was deserving, more or less, right? Those are the real victims here but they're going to be nameless for forever. You can even debate as to whether or not they would even exist. Um, And you would never say like, okay, well, Lori Laughlin's daughter got into USC above so-and-so who, you know, busted her ass and got all these scholarships and whatever. Right. There's never going to be that one-to-one. You're never going to be able to say like, well, they didn't get in because of this person. So essentially all we're really talking about now is punishing a bunch of shitheads. And like coaches getting fired and a bunch of students being outed as just being complete fucking morons. So as far as I'm concerned, this is more, this is about as close to like a victimless uh, hubbub, scandal, scandal, Mm -hmm. a victimless scandal as it gets more or less. Um, So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just basking in it. I love it. I think it's so darn funny.
0: It's hilarious, I mean the victim in some in some ways are these kids, like whether they know it or not no whether no, they no, on no no it or no 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 it's no, they might be <laughs> hey they might be rich trust fund babies, but they have shitty parents they're they're still morons I mean, I don't feel bad for them, I'm just saying that in some way they're victims i i
1: I don't know. Like I mean, sure, fine, but yeah, it's a yeah. It's a, that's a stretch.
0: Yeah, that's a stretch. It it is a stretch. I just I just want to keep just repeating the phrase "they're shitty parents" over and over again.
1: Okay, I mean, for the purposes of this podcast, which is a parenting podcast, yes, they are the worst people in this story, no doubt. The worst. Yeah, uh, but those kids aren't. I mean. Maybe they didn't know that their parents were doing something surreptitious, but some of them definitely did. Like that oh, one 100%. girl went
0: Yeah, they're in on it.
1: That one girl went on a photo shoot to be on the water polo team. She never even played water polo.
0: A uh, girl who never played competitive soccer was yeah. on UCLA women's like nationally ranked soccer team. Like come on. Exactly. Come on. I mean- yeah. These people these parents needed to appreciate, you know, appreciate what their kids were good at and what their kids wanted to do, instead of you know put their own interest and just just being a complete shithead ahead of that and getting them into some school just as they could tell their dumb other rich friends that their kids got into, into fucking USC, by the way. Like I'm sure a great school and all, but come on, like you know. To quote uh to quote the shutdown shutdown fullcast great uh, college football podcast, just go to Arizona State. Everyone should just go to Arizona State. Yeah. No it, <laughs> right. Why why bribe your way into USC when you could go to Arizona State for free, baby? I mean
1: I've got a lot of answers to that question. Uh I I would I would bribe my way into. USC if my if my if the alternative is going to Arizona State no I definitely go to Arizona State where is it Scottsdale
0: uh yeah they're like Phoenix or something yeah it's in Scottsdale I don't know it's it's great everyone should go to Arizona State Arizona State coincidentally was in uh is in March Madness I think they're I think they're eliminated as we're as we're recording I think they've been eliminated or you know by the time this episode airs they're going to be done Mm -hmm. um but in the spirit of March Madness, uh, you and I we, we real, got together. Go ahead, real
1: fast. So I uh, I know a, a person. She is a very very good film critic, uh, but she also went to USC. This is just going back to the um, why would he, why would you even care, give a shit to like get your kid into college or something like that? Uh, she, she had my absolute favorite tweet around uh, when all this story came out trying to find it right now but anyway it's uh at katie walsh stx uh and her tweet was just let olivia jade skip college and sell her makeups Lori." <laughs> I, just, I, I mean it's perfect. true
0: that that kid wanted if your kid wants nothing to do with putting in the work to go to that school buying their way in is just being a shitty parent and you know who else went to usc oj simpson so that school's not all it's cracked up to be And sure, I'm sure you could find a a double double murder at every single university, but still. George Lucas went to USC. I mean, a lot of people went to USC. A lot of great people went to USC. You know what? (laughs) You know what else about USC? I think John Wayne went to USC. They still don't let Reggie Bush back on campus, so that's another fuck USC. That's another point in the USC's not that great. I don't I think that's kind of funny. Uh, it's ridiculous. Reggie Bush was awesome. Yeah, he but,
1: sure was. He's not a US, he, he didn't go to USC not technically.
0: Not in not in the rule books and USC played <laughs> exactly. zero football. USC played zero football games while he no was there. No football games. No football games. They won won no games. But um winning games wise, it's March Madness as I said, and uh you and I got together and we decided to do our own little March Madness for the podcast and put together a uh little bracket the, uh, the dadgum best parts of having a kid madness I guess and uh, we only did 16 because let's there's not 64 good reasons best reasons of having a kid there's there's no there's not 64 of them 16 I think was fair
1: yeah I mean we would have found a bunch of shitty things that would, were just automatic losers if we expanded it beyond 16. Exactly.
0: So we're going to post this on our Instagram uh, at Podcast for all you parents out there or even non-parents, um, you know, let us know who your champion is. We're going to get down to our final four this week. And then uh, next week or next episode, we're going to uh, break down our final four and reveal our champion for what the best part of having a kid is. Um, so we plugged in 16 things. We seeded them randomly. So we didn't, you know, just random matchups. So we didn't have, uh, you know, It was, I'll be honest, it was going to be too hard to try to seed him arbitrarily, so I just just plugged it in random. Pete, let's swing right in to the first matchup. Alrighty. First matchup in the dadgum best part of having a kid madness is elder caregiver versus Instagram goldmine. By elder caregiver, I mean that by having a child, you essentially, you know, as long as things go right, have someone to look after you. When you get old and start pooping your pants and just become generally shitty, you have someone to, to look after you and whose guest room you can move into instead of going to a terrible nursing home in a very bad part of Florida. So I, I think that's a huge benefit of having a kid.
1: Hey, they got nursing homes
0: in way shittier places in the country. I mean, yeah, that's true, but... For, there's, there's, I think, there's nursing homes in southern Illinois. I think nursing home, and then I just think uh, I think Florida. Florida, the entire state is a crazy nursing home.
1: The lucky people go to nursing homes in Florida. The luckiest of, of us. The luckiest among us.
0: That's true. You could end up in one in South Dakota.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, But elder anyway, caregiver matched up against Instagram goldmine. Kids get tons easiest. of likes on Instagram. This is the, this is the easiest. Tons thing. of likes on Instagram. Pete, where are you going with this one?
1: It's elder caregiver. It's, it's elder a real, ca- Yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a real tangible benefit.
0: Yeah, elder caregiver moves on because you're gonna want that later in life when you're wearing a, you know, a pair of pens and you take a dump in them. Do you want some random male nurse wiping your ass, or do you want your son, and you can remind him that you used to do this for him all the time? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, elder right. caregiver is the uh, is the way to go. No, yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, I got thousands of pictures that would just blow. I mean, like, blow up the internet, go viral, and I'm I, the I'm not. I don't post them. I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, getting the likes I, are getting the getting the likes are nice, but not essential.
1: Now I'm wondering. Do you think that nursing homes and the like have something similar with daycares where you can go like three days a week? They might. Like if I could live at my kid's house and then just like have have, have a
0: place to go chill, like spend a couple of days, go play a shit ton of cards. Yeah, probably.
1: Go just get, like, I mean, go get really loaded up and get, a, like, a Hummer from, like, a Toothless Lady, like, and I'm 90 years old, like, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's oddly specific, but yeah, they could probably do that.
1: Well, it's, all right, so I live kind of near, this is just, this is kind of funny, I live kind of near an old folks home, um, and there's this big, massive development across the street from it, because it's Austin and everything has a big, massive development across the street from it, and... When they were zoning it, they zoned it for all these restaurants and bars, and there's one little corner that is a liquor store. And the people said, you know, the people that were against the development and everything were like, why, if you're going to have all these bars and everything, do you need a liquor store also? And the developers came back and said, because the old folks across the street wouldn't let us build anything if we didn't have a liquor store there. I love that. It's so fun. And here's the thing is that, and I've noticed this. What they have is they have a shuttle bus that goes from the old folks' home to the the Randall's grocery store that's like a third of a mile away, and they it only goes there once a day, so they all have to like get on the bus and then ride there with all of their peers, I guess, and then get whatever they want from the grocery store. So like, if Janice down the hall wants to house you know a magnum of wine a day, and they do. Then they get to be judged by all their peers. Now, if there was just a liquor store across the street that they could mosey on over to on the sly, that's what they would need. That's so if want. my
0: kid decides not to be my elder caregiver, that's the nursing home I'd like to go to. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So elder caregiver is the easy winner there. Our next matchup is swearing versus the hope of a lucrative future. Now, swearing, obviously, is your child swearing. It's very funny to have a kid when your kid swears. It's, Very funny. It's a great it's, part of
1: having a kid. It's funny and nerve-wracking, yeah. It's not my favorite thing in the world.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you don't want it to happen in public or around someone you you know, whose who's, uh, respect you value. But uh, it, it's funny. And then um, that's a matchup against hope of a lucrative future. So I'm not saying this isn't... Um, it's not a, a guarantee of a lucrative future because your kid could end up being, you know, living on Skid Row or something. Knock on wood. But... When your your child's young, you get to dream big. Realistically, you or I could both be thinking, you know what? When he's eighteen, you know, maybe he gets drafted and we can retire. Um, you know, or maybe, uh, maybe he invents. You know, maybe he makes the next Facebook. I mean, he'll make the world a lot worse, but he'll be rich and we can retire. Um, that hope is nice to hang your hat on. I will say, this is probably the softest first round matchup. They like neither of these have a chance. No, in the the long run, I mean, it's just they each of them, they got a they got a great matchup here. Um, Neither of these, I think, would beat anything else. But if I had to pick one, it's probably the hope of a lucrative future. I kind of love hanging my hat on that. And here's the other thing. Here's another way to think about it.
1: The hope of a lucrative future. It's a little bit like hitting the lottery. You know, all you can really care about is that your kids are safe and happy for the rest of their lives, right? Um, Yeah. Now, here's, but here's another thing that if we switched it, if we tweaked it slightly, this makes it a lot better, which is essentially as your kids grow older, you get richer.
0: This is, this is also true.
1: So, like, once your kids are out of diapers, that's a, that's a pay raise. That's a big pay raise. Once they start going to public school, that's a pay raise. A big, big pay raise. So, I don't I mean hope of a lucrative future. I just want my kid to be safe and happy for the rest of his life. I don't really give a shit if he makes enough money to give me money. But I am super looking forward to not paying for daycare. Like that's going to be tight.
0: I'm, I'm going on vacation when that happens. So technically this is hope of your lucrative future. I mean, isn't it yours? That is true. That's very true. <laughs> so I think I think we can both agree hope of a lucrative future moves on. Yeah. Our yeah, next exactly. one, next matchup, probably my favorite, honestly. I think it's the most appealing. It is excuse to go golfing. Having a kid is great. Hey, I'm going to bring my kid to the to the course for nine holes. Great excuse to go golfing. It's one of my favorite parts about having a kid. Versus, and now this one is down the road. This is, this is delayed gratification. But having your kid is a designated driver. When your kid gets that license, the world is your oyster. Anywhere that your kid can drive, you can go drink at which I think is great. I have 11, eh, 10 and a half years until I have a full-time designated driver. I never have to call an Uber again. Just say, hey, you bastard. I, I wiped your ass. Come pick me up. <laughs> I, so, I mean, I'm glad that you pointed
1: out that it was 10 and a half years because this is important, people listening out there. If you, you make your kid that's underage but still has a learner's permit come get you, and you're drunk. You still get a DWI if you get pulled over. So that's important, folks. That is very important. My goodness, it's a, that's a nuance. You think it might be cool when they get their learner's permit, but they got to have their full-blown driver's license to, to take advantage of this. I don't don't want to see any of y'all in jail. Just trying to be helpful here. Uh, so, with that go-
0: being said, what's your what's winning the matchup here? Because that's a it's a long way away.
1: I mean, I'm going to go with excuse to go golfing. Because here's the other thing about designated driver. Uh, when your baby mama gets pregnant, she's a designated driver. She can't drink. So you just make her drive everywhere. Um, so that's that's one thing. Uh, also, I, I, I try to uh, keep all of my places that I go to imbibe alcohol within a uh,
0: bike ride or walking distance. So I, ha- I have been to a bar with you before where you biked. So the, this this I can attest to. You've been to two bars with me when I biked. You've been this no you've true. been a
1: three you've been a three if you count Pinehouse Pizza. We walked to Pinehouse Pizza. Yeah, you biked from bar
0: to bar. It's awesome. It's a good so, thing to do. I think I agree with you. Just designated driver's a long way off and I'll be honest, I don't drink as much as I used to and I can't even imagine what it would be like in ten and a half years. Um, yeah. I do now I get getting to go golfing every week when the weather's nice, like having a, you know, having a reason I'm going to take my son out of the course is great. And golfing with your son is a great activity. Golfing with a child in general. Um, I'm sure, you know, plenty of, plenty of people take their daughters to the golf course too. You should golf is a wonderful sport. Yeah. Um, so yeah, can, I, everyone think, can play I think it. excuse to go golfing. I, I think that one moves on as well. Yeah, absolutely. So our last matchup on the, uh, on the left side of the bracket, is theme we should parks, have different
1: regions. We, we forgot that.
0: Yeah, I'm just yeah. We probably should have thought about that. Huggies region,
1: Pampers region, Loves region, and Cloth region.
0: Perfect. Perfect. So yeah. our last so matchup last in the uh, in the Loves Loves region. In the Loves region, is theme parks, and by that I mean having an excuse to go to theme parks. Uh, in the lower tier, that's like Six Flags. That's uh, Great Wolf Lodge, the indoor water park that. The, that we'll be visiting again in May. And on the high tier, that's Disney world. Disney world is great. First of all, only somebody who's spoiled in the theme park
1: world would say that six flags is lower tier.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm very fortunate to live next to an awesome theme park, like to live next to a six flags, six, six flags is a, I mean, that's an all-star, uh, theme park disney world is hall of fame i would say then lower financial tier it costs okay but for me and my for just me and my son it cost and and my fiance, it costs like i think it's 20 bucks a month for our, our three memberships combined um, yeah that yeah. no it's that will buy you uh about 15 minutes inside disney yeah it i mean it might buy you the tram on the way to get to disney yeah well now if you stay in a disney resort they uh the bus is free which is nice Um, but, and then, so, like, I would say, like, Six Flags, like, the kind of membership parks are kind of on that tier, like, they're, they're still fun, regardless, it's a great part of having a kid, especially when they get a little bit older and they can ride cool stuff. I would say, like, Great Wolf Lodge is kind of next on that tier. Great Wolf Lodge is very expensive. They try to, they try to get money out of you, like Disney, but not as, not as, they don't do it as well. Um, and then, yeah, Disney's the, uh, Disney's where that you, you that hope of a lucrative future. You have to kind of focus on that the entire time you're there.
1: I forgot this in the this week in Parenthood, but we went to the rodeo
0: last weekend.
1: And we took Hayes's. Uh, we took my son has a, a friend that is a girl. We call her his girlfriend because they're just like adorable together. They just walk around holding hands. And we did took they have them a carnival both. outside. That's that's my that's my lower tier theme park is I went to yeah, the, the rodeo carnival.
0: That's the lowest of tiers or like the county fair. We have a county fair here.
1: I would um, say that's uh, yeah, probably about the same.
0: Yeah. Probably but about being the same. able to go to them, especially when they get older, like I got to say, I'm looking forward to great the Great Wolf Lodge trip this year. I think he's going to go down every slide. And I think that's going to be fun for me. Um, you know, once he gets out of the kids rides at Six Flags, that'll be nice. Uh, Disney was baller as hell. Um you know re- regardless but um but yeah going to theme parks is is just kind of a fun generic one but it's matched up against watching them grow which is about a, you know it's one of the more sentimental ones on the board and uh it's almost indescribable to watch your child grow every yeah, every day this, there's something new
1: this is an unfair matchup mm-hmm. uh, i mean really- theme
0: parks got screwed it could have gone up against hope of a lucrative future or swearing or yeah. even a designated driver, but it got uh, watching them grow, and that's—I mean—that's a tough draw. Yeah, they—they they, it got Zion. They got Zion. The that's round. what I was gonna say. Yeah,
1: they, they, they that, this is the Zion of the of the loves bracket. Um, yeah, and, and so my selection is watching them grow, but that is also—I want to put a little bit of context in this. That low rent rodeo carnival that we went to uh last weekend that was still like one of the most fun weekends i've had this year i mean might might even be the the most fun day i've had this year just like going on the carnival rides doing everything like we played some games got some cotton candy went to the petting zoo saw some pig races all sorts of shit like that tons of fun tons of fun still doesn't compete
0: yeah i think in in terms of this matchup watching them grow you know wins convincingly but hey theme parks had a great year um you know they probably finished second in their conference um you know had some some good seniors uh you know won some big games maybe beat a ranked opponent highly ranked opponent early in the season but yeah they just came up against a force so um you know real real tip of the cap to theme parks here because theme parks is honestly like a yeah it's great and theme parks is something like i said gets better as they get older we'll see you next year theme parks you're not going anywhere yeah theme parks will be back Theme parks will definitely be back. Um, so on the, uh, the the whole left side of the back, I guess the Pampers and Loves regions, we have, just to recap, we've got Elder Caregiver beating Instagram Goldmine. We've got Hope of a Lucrative Future trouncing swearing. We've got Excuse to Go Golfing uh, topping Designated Driver. And we've got Watching Them Grow uh, get a solid victory against theme parks. Yeah. And, i I think it's gonna start an impressive run of uh of watching them grow, yeah, and um kind of based off the time of where we're at in this podcast um you know I think I think we will actually do the second half of the bracket in our next episode, and then the episode after that will crowd a champion or we'll do it all next episode, I don't know, but um anything we can do to kind of stretch out content uh would be you know it is preferable <laughs> so um yeah we'll but we'll post the bracket on our instagram that's at dad podcast um you know give it a look you can let us know what your champion would be or what your bracket looks like hell if you fill it out we'll shout it out we'll uh we'll yeah, RT absolutely. it um before we go uh real quick we had a um we had a question for uh it's one we've done before um this one is from uh Cody La- Laverde he even gave me a pronunciation guide, and I just can't get it. Laver-da-er. Cody Lavertdeir. That's that's fun to say. say oh, that's that that's
1: because I that's because I butchered this kid's
0: name a while ago. Okay, yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah, but um, th- this is a quick one. It's one we've answered before, but I just I, I, it's good to revisit. He uh, and his wife are are having a baby, and Laverde-er. he. Um, <laughs> And he said, uh, what are some things that people wouldn't think about that is a must-have for the registry? We've done the registry question. I just honestly, I can't remember what episode we did it, but we did we did do this in depth. Pete, I just want to, just for, for Cody's sake, so we can't totally say we ignored the question since uh, I couldn't find the episode. Or I couldn't remember the episode of when we did this. If any listeners remember, that would be solid. Let us know. Um, what's your, what's your one must well, have on the registry? It's, just,
1: it's not a must have is what are some things that people wouldn't really think about?
0: Yeah. So an underrated, an underrated must have.
1: Underrated must have. Um, so I remember the registry question because my pro tip for the registry was to say you want a bunch of REI gift cards because REI does have like really great baby stuff. You can get like a baller ass stroller at REI. And then every dollar that you spend at REI, if you've got an REI membership, you get 10% of it back, no matter what. So that was my recommendation. Uh, under the radar tip, you know, go get someone. I mean, if you went and got someone like $100 gift card at REI, like, they're going to go nuts there. That's great. Uh,
0: beyond that. Um, I want to throw something out that I didn't even know existed last time we did this question. Hmm. I was over at my uh, my buddy Cameron's house. Shout out to Cameron and his lovely wife, Leslie. Uh, they had a kid. I shouted him out a couple weeks ago. But we, my fiance and I went over to see the baby, and they have a thing that is basically a carrig for baby formula. Like it makes a bottle oh, at damn. perfect temperature. It it just it operates like a carrig. And I don't care how much money that costs. If you're going to do uh, f- formula, get that.
1: You're going to do that. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be doing that. Hundreds of times a month.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As long, yeah. That's, if you're not, if you're not doing I've never heard of this either. That sounds awesome. It, it, it's cool. And they said that it, cause like, I mean, you remember what it was like getting up in the middle of the night and trying to put together a, put together a bottle and then getting it the right temperature and then yeah. going in and feeding like this thing, they said it's, it's press a button and you have a perfect temperature bottle. Yeah. That sounds,
1: that sounds amazing.
0: Definitely get that. That is yeah cool that's my i don't know what it's called but just i'm sure if you google uh like formula carig thing you, it's gonna pop up so i would say put that on your uh put that on your registration because it I, it was awesome
1: yeah on a less tech side uh i was a big fan of the papoose yeah yeah you know it's it folds up in any sort of bag you bust it out drop it you know wrap it around yourself drop a kid in it they go to sleep like nine times out of ten
0: yeah uh, also um i think it's freeze up like, your hands to do stuff i think it's called like a bobby pillow kind of looks like a hemorrhoids donut but it's like oh a pillow. yeah yeah no yeah, those like are a, those like are, an airport neck rest but yeah you can basically prop your kid up in it in the couch they can't move it's great
1: yeah i mean and even if they already have one get them too you're gonna want one of those in every single room of the house
0: yeah exactly yeah shout out to shout out to that thing i uh My Grand Theft Auto 5 came out right after my son was born or right before my son was born, but I was like still in the throes of playing it when he was born. So shout out to the Bobby pillow for just, you know, I could just set him on the couch and, and play Grand Theft Auto in front of his eyes. Yeah. Like a good dad.
1: Great thing to do. Great thing to do.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that was a great question. As always, get your questions into, uh, at the dadgum pod on Twitter at dadgum podcast on Instagram. We do try to get to every question we get. Um, if we miss it, it, you know, if, if you asked something a couple of weeks ago and we haven't gotten to us, give us a nudge. I won't get annoyed. Pete might get annoyed. I won't get annoyed. I won't. No, I'm good.
1: I will. I will. Do, I do want to shout out Gordon. Gordon Schmorden he came to Austin. He had a good time. Sorry. I didn't meet up with you, but, uh, looks like he did it right. So proud
0: of you. Did he go to the Chili's on 45th and Lamar? He, he did not. <laughs> it's a shame. It's
1: a shame. Yeah. He missed out, missed out on that Chili's, but he went to some other cool places. So
0: Pete, where can the people follow you?
1: Follow me on Twitter at PJ Hart. Follow me on Snapchat at PJ
0: Hart 84. And yeah, uh, check out theclockout.com. I write there sometimes. Do that. Do that. Um, again, follow us on Twitter at the dadgum pod on Instagram at Podcast. It's where you'll get the, uh, the bracket for the dadgum best part of having a kid madness. We'll post that up when this episode drops. Um, as I've said before, I've, have another podcast called trouble with the script it's a uh sports movie podcast i have some you know some great guests of great movies coming up i have a friend of the pod betsy hudson from the moms on the loose she and i recorded a great episode on bring it on it's gonna be out y'all
1: are are gonna want to listen to that one
0: yeah it's gonna be out soon um i've got a couple you know a couple other movies lined up and i'm you know i've got uh, trouble with the curve the dubious title of the podcast i've got that episode coming out uh, mid April. So some good things going on there. Um, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Kyle Banduho, And again, please subscribe to DadGum on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher and SoundCloud. Leave a five star review. Tell your parent friends and uh, spread this big dad energy around. We'll see you next week.